kneading the blanket beside me, purring. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think the mic would be picking up no, the like the so. yeah. her claws on the blanket on the blanket. Oh, the big puffy cheeks. How are you feeling today? Because you seem to be a bit not, bit better this evening than you have been. Yep. Yeah. Because yep, I just ate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've well, we had confirmed today. You are in fact. Pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. And congratulations to you also. Thank you. Yes, yes. I'm also involved in this pregnancy. Yes, you are. I was there too when it happened. Uh-huh. So we went to the GP today and you got some blood tests done. So that was a bit of an interesting experience because yeah. we have not been to a clinic in a very, very long very time. Very long time. Well, actually, no, I do tell a lie. The last time we went was in, I was, I was probably a couple of years ago. I had my mouth just all of a sudden oh, full one, of yeah. ulcers for some reason. It just came up. Oh. And it was, was horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I had to take a couple of. I think it was twenty twenty one, but I had to like yeah. early twenty twenty one. I had to take a, like a week off work because like, I could crazy. barely, I could barely talk with my tongue. My tongue had like yeah. was covered in all. Anyway, so <laughs> but yeah. So besides that, we haven't been to a clinic in a very long time. So that was, and it was no different of a, a, a clinical experience to you know anything else before. But it was just very interesting to be in a kind of clinic environment again. Mm. And it very much solidified that wanting to stay as far away from it as, <laughs> as possible as possible during Absolutely. the pregnancy yeah. and with the birth because you really want to do a home birth. Yep, I do. Um, I have have not felt the, the, the energy when we walked in was so dense. I literally felt myself getting sick. And that's not even an exaggeration. My throat started to swell and I started to get cold symptoms five minutes when we were sitting down. And I'm like, this is absolutely true. So I'm sitting there doing theta, <laughs> doing my energy work and just uh-huh. like, I'm like, this is not mine. This is not mine. Protect me from like, reje- I reject all sickness. It's not mine. You know, the whole time I'm exhausted because of how much energy was in there. I felt it too. Uh, I also got a job. I have my first shift tomorrow. Woo! Yay! So I'm back in the workforce and wow. officially. So I am. I'm looking forward to it. It should be a bit of fun. It should be good. So it'll it'll give us a little bit of financial freedom and liberty once more. Once <laughs> I sort of I have to kind of back pay. I have to do a, sort out a few financial things first, and then uh, and then we'll have a little bit more money. Be a bit more free to go and do what we need to do. Yeah. So, but anyway, if you like the show, please like and subscribe and share us around. Much appreciate it. If you want to get in touch with us, the email address is itppc at protonmail.com. My Instagram is logan.d.gray and Yuja's Instagram is yuja.gray. Yes, the energy was really dense. I when I went in there, and maybe it's a, it's probably because I'm also not really wanting to be in those sort of places. I've never really liked going into clinical yeah. type settings, and it's really funny that I say that because I studied osteopathy. <laughs> <laughs> you studied it, but you didn't practice it. I didn't, and it's a different kind of clinical experience yeah, too, because it it's is. your GP. You're like the you're you're still a primary healthcare provider if you're an osteopath. Like you can still be the first healthcare provider that a person has mm. but generally speaking you go to an osteo for a different reason than what you go to a GP yeah. so GP you kind of obviously get a bit of everything and then osteo is a little bit more specific so yeah. the clinical experience is different of yeah. course you don't across- get people that are sick and no. ill yeah. at osteo no not generally speaking no, no. but it, it still was obviously not enough for me to be passionate to to go forward in a well, career there's many like, other reasons I'm not yeah. Really, yeah there was a lot of reasons obviously but also just yeah, and generally I just don't like 
those places. I don't like being in hospitals or yeah. going to clinics and all that kind of stuff because no, it's neither. just it, and it's it's just by nature of what they do and what they are. Yeah. It's just a place where you go when you're sick, and it's amazing, obviously, to have resources and facilities and it to is, be able to have the technology and the advancements in medicine and all that kind of stuff and yeah. have it all available to be able to really help to improve. You know, generally speaking, improve your improve your life and yeah. you know bring you back to health and stuff. But I fucking hate the places. <laughs> It is terrifying. I, I don't, I'm not a fan. Um, I've never really gotten – I think the last time I was really in hospital was when I had influenza in 2019. That was bad, just before just mean, before the pandemic. Just before the pandemic. Yeah, you had, you had I, a really bad flu here. I felt like I was going to die. That was horrid. Um, and then before that, hospital-wise would have been when I had asthma when I was younger. Yeah. And then um, that, that's about it. But I very rarely get that sick that I need to go to hospital and mm. because, I mean, I'm t- now kind of drawn to energy healing and more natural. And it makes sense now because I'm like, yeah, I probably have my body's inclined to energetically heal itself and I know it works that way. So now that I'm actually interested in it, it just helps me in that direction. I think especially because so. we've been going down that track for years now. Yeah. And it's just yeah. what we've kind of gotten used to. So then going back into what's more of the kind of mainstream type mm. Uh, way of dealing with with illness and whatnot. Yeah, it's very confronting. It doesn't feel yeah, it doesn't feel right either. Like I, I I only wanted to get a blood test and a referral for um an ultrasound today, so we got a blood test done and and that and yeah, so I want to go back for those. Um, oh, I can't believe I have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> can't you just tell me over the phone? It would be so much easier. I, it was exhausting. It dr- nearly drained my energy. I had to really just like lift and raise my vibration higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. And that took a lot, a lot for me to do. And I was constantly doing it. And that game, those stupid game shows. Oh my god, <laughs> they called um, uh, pointless point, or something. Pointless, and then there's god, so- something, oh, else the god, something else. So I was losing brain cells. <laughs> I'm like, remember Price is Right? That was so good and so yeah. fun. You had the audience going. You had it was just it was so interactive. Um, but no, these just. Eh. I sat in there. I was actually sitting in there because I know you you were obviously trying to do the best to be like energetically protected and stuff. Protecting it, fuck, it was making me anxious. I tell you, I don't even know what yeah. it was. I was just actually sitting the there. Heart rate. My was heart pounding. was palpitating. Like seriously, there was, yeah. and it even fluttered at one point. Like yeah. it went and it was like, and I'm like, I could feel it. And it was just, I think it was a lot of it was probably anxiety related. Yeah, and, totally. And it was just, yeah, it was so strange to be back in that kind of, in that environment, like I said, just not being used post, to it. Post-pandemic as well. Post-pandemic, it's probably worse, yeah. I think. Especially, I mean, there's obviously going to be some level of, of trauma or, yeah. you know, like thinking about what it was like mm. not only the experience that we went through but also the fact that it's it was a health pandemic right yeah. it's a healthcare thing so being in a healthcare clinic uh <laughs> after the fact when we had a particular experience going through it it is it is very kind of yeah. anxiety inducing yeah because I, I don't i didn't necessarily want to go um but there are a couple of things that i want to check because my um I, my energy's been really low. I've kind of had anxiety at night. So just to check my blood levels to see if I'm okay. Um, I got a multivitamin. You did? My, um, my pregnancy multivitamin. So I finally got that. Hopefully that really settles me and balances me out a bit and manages my hormones because, yeah, it has been really distressing and because I'm going up and down, up and down, down and up, up and down, down and up. And it's really fucking annoying. And, yeah. you know, you're always asking me, so is it sinking in? I'm like, no, because I'm not like in a state of like 
there's no, there's no consistency. I'm not balanced. So I'm going up and down. So I'd have a moment of, oh, and then it's like just drops for like the next minute. (laughs) So um, being there as well, because I'm, I'm, you know, my beliefs with healing, you know, that it's, Mm. (laughs) you know, if you know me, you know, I'm more of an energy healer, you know, it's all about our emotions and our thoughts and how much power we've got. We are, it's, we are absolutely incredible, incredible, uh, beings, instruments or whatever you want to call it. We are, we are, the way we are wired is so magnificent that it's like only, and, me also having an experience of only I am responsible for my life and I know that all the beliefs that I held and all the stories that I held in my head about myself, about my life, everything and relying on things outside of me really made me made me anxious, made me sick, made me worry, made me not know who I was, made me but it, I, I further um, felt uh, moved away from myself. So having that experience over the last, you know, however however long um yeah i i've been mo- i've moved away from the gp and i've moved away from the the cl- clinical um, arena because it's not really where um my beliefs lie anymore you know and, and that's like absolutely they've got their place i will i will say that absolutely um you know i've got my multivitamin drug you know that's not drug but yeah it is true obviously i guess um but it's something that it's a supplement it's a supplement yeah so, it's not a drug it's not altering no, your state it's not altering my state yeah. no but i i don't obviously i don't often put um like medicines in my body like i, I hardly take neurofin now because i've been working on my anxiety and my stress levels being like what is it that's giving me a headache and working through that and it's all usually an emotional state or something that i'm thinking about or something that i'm afraid of and that's how i work through my this is just personal this is you know no judgment to anyone. This is just what works for me. Yeah. So I um being there, oh I I, I was like, I don't know how much longer I could sit there. I, I had I was just like, I actually don't know. I'm like obviously there was a delay. There was about I think we were in there for nearly an hour waiting. It was about 40, yeah, 40, 50 minutes. 40, 45, probably minutes, yeah. yeah. Um and that was a long time to be sitting in that energy. I was feeling like, yeah, I was like just protecting my baby. I had a gold light going around my baby and then going a lot light around me and then you and then us. And I'm just like, everything is okay. I am safe. I am safe. I'm just breathing. I am safe. Nothing can touch me. Nothing can touch my baby. Nothing can touch us. It's all good. We're here for a blood test. Like just talking to my energy and my aura being like, you don't need to take this on. This isn't yours. Like really allowing that to hit my body and energy to listen so that I can really set a boundary between me and where I'm at. Is it's like it's one of those things. Yes, it's the environment and the energy that's in the environment, the vibration and all that kind of stuff, of course. But then there's also a psychological component to it yes. with obviously having a particular opinion or <clears throat> perspective over the last few years mm. and and it, and it just being seriously shat all over every single possible turn <laughs> and then being in a place where it was kind of like that this is sort of where a lot of it goes down. It's yeah. it's it's very difficult not to have lost some element of trust in yeah. in the healthcare system as a whole over the last few years, mm. and it's re- it's it's trying not to have an overreaction to to what happened yeah. and to all sure. and to reject everything and to say there's no place for any of it. Yeah, no. I don't want to be anywhere near it because it's like it's that's not, not the that's not the case. That's not the case. That's not the case, right? Because we need it. Yeah, it's it is absolutely, you know, it's it's incredibly important to be able to have these facilities and to be yes. able to go and, and to be able to do all this, of course. Like, you know, you can't compl- it's not about rejecting that, but it's like 
what what I think we did, especially over the last few years for ourselves, because I'm not projecting any of this onto anybody, but Absolutely. we kind of recalibrated how we approached our, our own life and our own sort of health mm-hmm. and our own perspective on our health. And so that helped us to well, not only cope, I guess, with the, what was going on, but it also readjusted our perspective when it comes to how do we need to, who do we need to see or how do we need to go about dealing with our own sort of illness or yeah. our own, you know, when we're not feeling well. Yeah. And that we became a lot more autonomous and we looked after that mm. a lot more ourselves individually. And we didn't, we haven't really gotten sick. You know, we no. haven't needed services like that. No. Right. And it's so, it's, it's been good, you know, like, it's hard to say you know, we're young and healthy, obviously. So, mm. you know, we're not going to be needing to go frequently to go and to get to go to a clinic or whatever and do stuff. Yeah. But also, even when we started getting ill or we started getting, you know, like a bit of a cold or, you know, I had my mouth ulcer thing. It's yeah. like I had to, I had to at that point, yeah, I had to go get antibiotics because yeah. I couldn't talk, I couldn't eat, I it couldn't anything. It was really yeah. bad. So there's still, obviously, there's a place for it. But I think what we really started to delve into was that. What's the underlying root of a lot of stuff? Because we're like, all right, if we kind of believe that there's a there's a generally your physical body a lot of the time is kind of the final frontier for for pain or dysfunction. Yeah. It's like it starts in a more spiritual, emotional, psychological place first mm-hmm. and then it manifests itself physically. And so it's like, all right, if the, if it's that bad physically that you need to go and get physical help for it, well, then to do it, do what you have to do. Uh, yeah. But also if, the, is the, if there's a psychological cause or a spiritual cause or something like that, uh, how can we perhaps address that so that it doesn't it, happen again. It either doesn't happen again or you cut it off before it gets to the point of being really physical. Mm. And so that's a lot of when we when we look at our colds, when we're starting to feel a bit run down or anything like that, we generally get on top of it pretty quick and squish it because it's like it usually happens when, like with most things, it's stress-related <laughs> and anxiety-related. Yeah. And if you find that kind of peace of mind, if you're able to kind of quell the stress a little bit and go, oh, okay, everything's all good, I'm safe, I'm secure, yeah, you do. And so, like, it's taken a lot of the reliance off and a lot of the emphasis for our own health care and it's placed it in our hands. Mm. It's my responsibility to handle my own sort of feelings and also just giving that trust into our body as well. Yeah. You know, it's been, it was drilled in for the last few years to basically just jump at shadows when it came to your own body and your bodily functioning. It's like if you had a cough, you know, oh, my God, you could be, like, on the brink of death. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, oh, if you had a sniffle, it's like, go get checked because you might kill somebody tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like every normally functioning element of your body mm-hmm. became suspicious almost. It yeah. was like, if you cough, there's a reason you cough. Everyone right? would look at you. I mean, you if, you, if, you're, if you're sick, obviously, you know, your lungs are trying to contract and squeeze something out of them. Yeah. You know, there's something blocking them. It's trying to, you know, clear your airways. If you're sneezing, it's trying to clear what whatever crap's come into your nose and whatnot. You know, like there's completely natural things that happen that are necessary, but everything kind of becomes specific, uh, suspicious. Yeah. And I feel like there was that real mental shift that was made over the last few years that just over time it sort of wore you into this mistrust for your body's natural functioning. Yeah. And I think that that probably fueled a, a lot of a kind of backlash, especially from a particular you know, element of the community, us included, Mm -hmm. to go, okay, hang on a second. I don't mistrust my body because, well, this is my body, right? I know. And my my goodness, right, we existed as human beings for a very long time (laughs) and it's like there has to be, 
a different perhaps way that we can view our, our own functioning psychologically, but then also treat it physically. Mm. And so we started to kind of go down that alternative route and it really has helped us to feel a lot better, a lot healthier, I think. And even just from a psychological perspective, because it's not like we were taking medication. So it's not like we've come off medications or anything like that. Mm-mm. It's just the way that we approached and trusted our bodies. Yeah. And it's like, if I have a pain, why do I have a pain? Yeah. Not oh my God, get rid of this pain. It's like, why is this in existence? Exactly. What is this pain telling me? What is this dysfunction telling me? Why Why am I feeling uncomfortable? Why have I got a runny nose? All that kind of stuff and starting to ask those questions and get familiar with your body and what's happening. And then you, when you can start to get some answers and clear it up, it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense. And it kind of goes away and it's like, there you go. I've had a dialogue with my body yeah. and now it's kind of cleared up and I feel a whole lot better. Yeah. And that was really- Resolve it. Yeah, that's right. It's a, I always think that if, if there's a pain anywhere or if there's a dysfunction anywhere physically, it's your, a message that your body's telling you, sending you, being like, um, pay attention to this. You're not paying attention to this particular thing. So um, say like I, I was getting overwhelmed with illness. You know, there were people coughing, 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 <laughs> and then I'm like, but it's not mine. I'm not here for that. I'm not here to get sick. So why am I taking it on? And I've already, because I'm a, a certain way inclined when it comes to energy, like I'm, I can, I've worked with it for so long and I've been doing, um, it's so funny we call it alternative when it's like just natural ways of healing, how we used to heal. Um, but it's oh, another topic. <laughs> um, but when it's like, this isn't, this isn't mine to, to take. I'm not here for that. I'm not, I'm not here for, for your illness. I'm not here for that. I'm, I'm here to get a certain thing. And for, for, for me to energetically trust myself and trust my body to set a boundary was, was really powerful. And I immediately, my throat actually started to open up again. And I, I actually started to be able to breathe. It, it didn't smell great in there. <laughs> but because I'm also, you know, being pregnant, I can, I can smell everything and it wasn't pleasant. But I, I was able to take it more and I started to smile and I started to laugh and I started to laugh at the game show and I started to, you know, kind of keep things light. And because when you're lighter, nothing can touch you. When you're smiling and you're happy, not much can touch you, especially if you know that you're protected. I'm like golden light, the highest, strongest um, energy that can protect us now. Let it, let it happen, let it come in now. And it took a lot. It took a lot of energy to kind of just allow that to happen, especially in that space. It was kind of like trying to start a fire in a smoky room. That's kind of how it felt um, for me anyway. I'm like, I just have to really trust myself to sit here. And I'm like, I need to protect, not just, I'm not here now, just me. It's me and the baby. Mm. So I need to be extra extra aware and extra like uh, uh, protected now. And I, the, the baby already has its own aura. I can feel it. I can feel it's already got its own golden <laughs> golden egg that it's kind of sitting in at the moment. So it's got that and then I'm around it. So we were both, we share a space. We're sharing an aura. We're sharing the space. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, it, it, it can only do so much, but I have to, I don't want this, I don't want the baby to either get sick I don't want to get sick and I don't want it to go into the baby and then something happens or we all, we both get sick or you and I get sick. It's just not. And because of how I, I've been learning to trust my body, learning about energy, learning that thoughts and beliefs and um, experiences and our perceptions and our everything, like literally every experience that we have, create 
uh, create stories, whether they're good or bad, and then they send messages. And if it doesn't align in a certain way and it's causing you distress, it's going to come up as a physical illness. If you're stressed and you get a cold, obviously you're like, I'm going to take a few days off work. Of course, you're going to take a few days off work. You feel better. And then you're like, all I needed was a rest because I've been working, you know, flat out or I haven't actually allowed myself to slow down. It's like, well, okay, I've been too. I'm going to actually maybe now think about how I can relax a little bit. You know, do I need to work that hard? I actually want to make some more time for myself. I want to get up an hour early and give myself like that, that language, like you said, that dialogue with your body that you have is so important because it gives you, it kind of gives you your power back because you're not relying on something else outside of you to tell you what's going on inside of you. That that was That's a big thing. And that was, to be honest, that was one of the reasons I didn't go through with being an osteo because I felt I, and it's, again, this was just my, this was my personal thing this wasn't this is not something i'm projecting onto the industry or anything i think it's entirely necessary and i think Mm -hmm. it's got a very very fundamental role to play in society but just for me personally i felt as though much of it just by the nature of it 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 addresses to me i feel like it band-aids a lot of things where it's again there's pain okay what's what's the pain okay what started the pain like I, i hurt my leg i twisted it at work the other day or whatever and Yada yada yada. We go through that, and you know, we work on it, and it's kind of like, yeah, we can we can work on it, rehab it, and get through it. But then it's also like really addressing those fundamental, underlying, perhaps sure. mental, psychological things. It's like, why did that happen? In a in a kind of spiritual sense, it's like, were you is is was this a message? Was there something in this that you needed to take time away from work, mm-hmm. or were you overdoing something that you needed to you know? Did you need to stop and rest? Did you need to pause? And this is your body's way of saying stop because I can't keep going like yeah. this, and it forces you to stop by doing this. It's like you. Know, but also then, yeah, were you stressed? Was there were you otherwise occupied when you were uh, you know moving around, and so you weren't paying attention, and then this happened, mm-hmm. you know? And that's just a, like a really generic base basic sort of example. But it's like there's so much more depth, and it requires so much more involvement, mm-hmm. I think, from the patient than I think what otherwise you get. Yeah. What it, what it's conducive to. And so I think that healthcare is, is is a very personal, but it's also a very it's like you're in charge of your own body. Mm-hmm. You're living your life. In the same way, same thing with my my feel more philosophical beliefs. I, th- I being an individualist is like you're the one that's in the box seat of your life. You as the individual are the you're you're the you're the the most important element of society. And so it's, but it's like with your, with your health, your healthcare is every element of your life, your life, your healthcare is your responsibility too. Mm. And so your, your proper bodily functioning is it's for you to maintain. And when you, when you can't do it by yourself anymore, that's when you go and look for someone who can help to facilitate the return to normal functioning. Mm. And it's not, and it's, I feel like we're more encouraged to just put our healthcare in the hands of others, Mm. or we can go, okay, I abdicate my responsibility to my health because if I start getting sick, I'll just go to a doctor and get some pills. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's great that that option is available and that's fine. That's, it's fine if that's, if that's what works. But for me, that doesn't work. I'm like, no. If I'm, if why am I getting ill? Like, where's this illness coming from? Where's the sickness coming from? And can I perhaps address that myself first? And then if I can, if if it's too much for me still, if I can't adjust or make what do whatever change, implement whatever changes need to be implemented, and it fix it, well then I need help. And so that you need some reprieve as well. Yeah, and, and that's you when that you energy. go. That's when you go and you get you get help. Yeah. And you go and see a GP and, or and you, you go and see an osteo or anything like that. Yeah, you ch- you get to choose who you see. 
You had to choose. That's another thing. It's like for me, uh, well, at the moment, like no, no one else can really do blood tests except the GP. You know, I had to, I'm like, okay, I was very anxious today before we went. My heart was racing and I was really nervous, but um, I knew that I knew that it was going to be okay because I knew this was going to help me. And this is the experience right now. I'm not sick, but I would love to, yeah, I, I want to know what my levels are and only, you know, a GP can do that. And that's okay. I, I've had to, I had to move through that, but you know, it does come with all the trauma from the last two years and especially especially the last two years and um, everyone's had their own um, own experience and uh, each experience is valid absolutely because everyone's having their own experience and this is just this was mine and this was yours we've had a different experience and like I said you get to the point where you kind of you do lose trust in those in those systems and in those institutions and you're like hang on a minute, I feel like now I've been demonized. by Not only I've been demonized by these institutions because of my own personal choices, mm. but also I I don't feel comfortable. I don't feel like I can actually go there anymore because I, I don't trust that I'm actually going to get personalized specific care that is, is going to be tailored to my needs. Yeah. And so you start to lose a lot of trust and faith in it. And the trick is not to go entirely in the opposite direction and mm. just completely renounce it all. But it's like at some Finding point the there needs to be a balance. There needs to be a switch made to go, you know what, I don't need such a reliance on that anyway. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's that's what we did. But, I mean, even as far as going through with trying to have a natural pregnancy, that's not just something that's coming out of the, the woodwork of the last two years. This is something no. you've always wanted, right? I've always known. I've always known that I've wanted a home birth and a natural pregnancy. I've always known. And you get everyone going, oh, no, you got to have the drugs. you got to have the drugs. And I'm like... But I don't anyway. I find I reckon that if that actually happens, my body would be worse. And I because I don't take anything, like nearly ever. And it my body is so sensitive that yeah, even uh even a panadol can make me sick at this point, at this point in time, yeah. But I've always known that and this is just me personally, this is my experience. I've just I haven't been drawn to 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 medication that way. Um, even when I was depressed and I was on antidepressants, um, they were necessary. I didn't want to be on them, but there were reasons because I was having particular thoughts that my um, psychiatrist or counsellor um, said, I just recommend them for you just to get balance and then you can make a decision after. So I got it got to a point where I'm like, I'm all right. I'm okay. I weaned off them and then I made my own decision. I never went on them again because I started to make other changes in my life. I started to change the way I was living. I started to pay attention to different things. I started to yeah, listen to Tony Robbins and all those motivations. I, I started to find different ways of looking after myself without medication because for me it didn't work. It just didn't work for me and it, and it hasn't. So it wouldn't make sense for me to want a, 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 a pregnancy full of full of medication or a birth, a labor full of medication. I just, it just doesn't feel right. And I'm all about intuition. And it's just something that it just, I'm totally repelled. Like my body's just saying, no, you're going to be okay. It's, this is, this is your direction. And like, I've had this for, I can't even, it's just forever. I've just known that I've wanted a natural birth. And I, even before, you know, we've spoken about having kids. I'm like, I know that the child knows exactly what I want and the, the kind of labor that I want. I want a home birth and I want a natural birth, natural pregnancy and, you know, whatever that looks like as well because I don't even know yet. I'm still freaking out a little bit because I'm so overwhelmed with all the information. But 
my the baby knows. I know that the soul knows that's what I want and that's what it's here for. It's and that's on another hand, that's a different yeah, <laughs> level. Oh yeah. But I think it it is. I can't imagine for me I, because I've been dealing with more the financial economic side of our situation, right? Obviously, more the material side. That's what I was freaking out about, like the house and the <laughs> income and all that kind of stuff. And now, so we've kind of been able to sort both of those things out. Yeah. You know, hopefully this new this new job, I, I have my first shift tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully that becomes like a real full-time job and a reliant, I can rely on the income there. Yeah. Like I've got the income security and everything. So, mm. I mean, we've still got months and months before we move into the next place, before the, you yeah. know, for the new place to be ready. So, that's really good because it just gives us that little bit of breathing space. Absolutely. Uh, so and and also time for me to warm into the job for them to get used to me and then perhaps like hopefully if I'm a good employee which I am like I don't I back myself hundred <laughs> uh, percent you know we can build up a bit of a rapport and then potentially it could be something that it's just yeah it's just full time work yeah so that that's good I I feel a lot more calm and sorted on that front and I can imagine obviously for you it's taken it's taking time to be able to really make those internal adjustments mm. and to to become comfortable and really. Uh, yeah, fit yourself in with the situation and go, this is this is happening. This is this is what I am. But I also feel like and probably because the gravity of the situation and the stress and the anxiety and the roller coaster that we've been on for the last like, you know, week or so, it's been it's been huge. And it's felt like it's gone for a lot longer than what it has. Remember, we only found out nine days ago. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been just over a week. And I think that because of the just the the immensity of the situation for us has made it feel like it's been significantly longer mm. where it's like, oh, my God, you know, every every single day that ticks past that I don't know what's happening financially feels like an eternity. Yeah. And, you know, and then perhaps for you where it's like every day that ticks past where, you know, you haven't looked into mid midwives or doulas or anything like that, uh, you don't know exactly, you know, what you should be doing first trimester-wise as far as food and exercise and everything. Every day that ticks past that you, that you don't feel like you've had enough information that you've learnt, yeah, that, again, feels piles like an eternity on. too. It just yeah. And it feels like it just piles up. But it's only been just over a week. Mm. I know. I, I do feel like I am really trying not to put pressure on myself but also like every day is closer to the to the birth <laughs> as well so Jeez. do you know what i mean it, God, it that's is. a that's a that gives you that puts pressure on you but i'm just saying it yes is. objectively objectively of course. yes yeah. but i'm just saying like i don't want to i don't want to um, and it is pressure but it's also like i also am trying to not i'm trying to really release that and be like it's okay like it's all okay and you're okay like i've been saying over the last few days now to myself i'm okay i am safe it is okay to sleep. It is okay to rest. It is okay to do all of this and to not feel like you want to work. That's okay that your whole body is changing, like literally talking to my body and just calming myself down whenever I can. But there are times when I want to cry a lot because <laughs> of my hormones. I want to cry and I don't know why I want to cry, but I'm crying because my hormones are, going, are out of whack. I'm, I'm crying because I'm absolutely terrified that I'm not going to do this right. I'm terrified that I might actually go, I need the drugs. Um, I'm terrified that I'm going to reach out for something outside of me and not trust myself. And I'm really, like, even today thinking about it, um, I there is nothing, there is no doubt in my mind that I can't do this. There's no doubt. 
because if I can sit there in that energy, I can't even explain. It was literally like black smoke in a room and you're trying to light a fire. That's what it felt like. And what do you that, mean? What do you mean about light, trying to light a fire? Me, like um, as in like sh- like lighting up the room. Right, okay. So like, uh, pr- like protecting myself in the golden. Right, um, okay. The, yeah, just a golden yeah. orb, just a protection, just so that energy didn't come in and overwhelm me because it was very, very overwhelming. Yeah. So it was like when we when were sitting there, I'm like this smoke is just getting heavier and heavier. It's going down my throat. It is like just taking over my mind, my head, my everything went fuzzy. I had a migraine. There was so much that was happening. It was ridiculous. I, I, could, I could feel it too. Yeah. I said I was and, feeling quite uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's like it's just because, again, like we don't, we don't go out a lot too, but this is a lot – of um, trauma from the last two years has definitely, I'm like, I never thought that I would be here. I didn't think I'd ever need to be here again. And, you know, you have to work through that. i got to work. I'm like, it's okay to be here. You are yeah. safe. I am safe. It's not going to kill you. Oh, but, I <laughs> mean, look, not- it's not it's not a sickness thing, right? Like you said, you, no. you want to get, we just want to get a preliminary blood test that, that's what I'm saying. just to it's make sure that everything's okay on that front. And yeah. then also to get a referral for an ultrasound because, well, it could be twins. <laughs> <laughs> So it would be nice to to kind of get the heads up on that. But the, you know the thing is, it's like I I still had that, and I'm but it's it's all just it all kind of comes in, and there's a lot of um and there's all these other stuff that was coming into it. And I'm like I can't. What do you, you mean? Know what? Oh, just like other thoughts that were just like just stupid thoughts that were kind of coming in from sickness and all of that. And I'm like, I, it's not mine. It's not mine. It's not. And as soon as I started saying that, things actually started to, the smoke actually started to clear yep. and my space actually got like bigger and my aura started to actually reach the ends of my fingertips. Like I was like, okay, I'm in control. And that's when I, um, when I was saying before, I was like, I knew then if I could do that, if I can literally create this golden orb in this energy, it, it, whether it is or it isn't, whether it's there or not, or whether it's in my head or not, you know what I mean. It could might not have even been that bad, but it could have been all of everything. Like I'm what it what I made it. How I well, like I said, it. it's it's a combination of the trauma of the last few years, uh, the already natural tendency to to, to veer away yeah. from just just, oh, just, just that kind of clinical yeah. picture in general, and then also yes, the the desire <laughs> to have the natural, all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. it just all combines it to be like when you're sitting in there. I'm sure it's it it's it's yeah. rolling through your conscious like yeah. your unconsciousness on some level. That's right. And and all contributing to that, you know. And then plus, yes, there, of course, there's an aura about clinics and an aura about hospitals. It's yeah. it's a place where you go when you're ill. You're Ill, yeah. You and know? I haven't been around that for for a while. Like we've been yeah. on our own a lot for a very long time and we've just been together and we've been working and getting healthier and um, stronger and we're trying to manage this journey that we're on and it's just constantly, you know, hitting us left, right and centre. And, yeah, we, you kind of forget about the, you know, the thing, the things that we – we are other things that might we might need to do like yeah go and sit in a gp and be in a waiting room and you know like it's not bad it's not bad it was just my experience there but i but what i what i just wanted to say was like it's it was i know that i can do this because if i could do that in that energy then there's no doubt in my mind that i, I can't do this is that right? That you I can, can do, do this. this. That I can do this. Yeah. There's no doubt that I can. Is that right? There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about, yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about your ability to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't know which one it was. Yeah, you have that double negative. Like, yeah, I was like, is it out or is it? So there's no doubt that I, I can actually um, have a natural birth and I don't need it because I'm like, I haven't needed it before. So if if this is what, and I'm like, if I'm, if my body is meant to have a baby because I'm a woman, 
then obviously, again, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Because like, no- the, other, the other thing as well is, and, and this is no absolutely no knock on any, on, on any mothers or anything like that, but it's also very obvious. It's something that's been incredibly, incredibly salient when it comes to just those who have been pregnant around us yeah. is the sheer amount of cesareans that there have been. Yeah. I, I have not known a single person within the last few years that I've kind of been paying attention to who's pregnant around me yeah. that has had a natural birth. I, I don't, and, I don't know and and that's okay, that's no that's knock. Everyone's got everyone's got their own situation, and everyone's yeah. going through. And and I'm sure I am absolutely sure that that most mothers would want to have a natural birth. Yeah, you know, it's it's the, it's a thing. It's like it's a right, a, a passage. You know, you wanted with it's your, in your with cells. your child. And it's in your cells. It's just it's just noticing that though, and I, I guess yeah. that probably plays a psychological role as well when you have those observations and you go, so many other people are. It, it, this is happening with so many other people. Nearly then, everyone that I know has had a C-section. Well, it's, it starts to feel like the natural way is the unnatural way. Mm-hmm. And it's like you're by wanting to have a child, wanting to give birth naturally yeah. is is almost like that's the alternative thing. And again, it's nothing. It's I'm not having a no, dig no. at anyone. No. But, but it's just having is- those observations where it's like when you just pile them up and you go cesarean, 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 cesarean. In like- every single scenario, it's when it's every single. I, I Seriously, I agree with you. I don't know anyone who's had a natural birth yeah. over the last. 24 months yeah at least those that have been pregnant around me i I don't know and it's it's really unusual it's just a little bit too unusual Mm. for me um and it is i do feel like having a natural home birth would be something like oh yeah like you're a kook i'm a kook but but like i said all you know and it's not it's not, it's, I'm really, I really don't want to come across as like as if I'm having a dig, you know, okay, no, so I'm saying, because I want to try and, because I, I, I also understand but how these things are like incredibly delicate matters for people because I, I know, uh, you know, for, for me, people that are close to me that really wanted to have natural birth that at the last minute had it, had the, the plan completely changed. Yeah. And, and it's devastating. Yeah. You know, because it's like you don't, you know, you, don't you want, want you to be need, able, and then, and then it can't happen. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm sure even for you, like, wanting to you i love how adamant you are about it because it's good you need to be yeah and but it's just like i'm sure does it sort of play on you a little bit having the observation in the back of your mind that there's so many caesars that have that have happened and you try wanting to have a natural birth does that play in it on a on a sort of fear level that when push comes to shove you know it might get to the point where that might have to be an option for you too no good yeah (laughs) honestly what I have learnt over the last two years especially when it comes to fear means when you choose fear and you start to get fearful, you bring more of that in and you create a scenario where fear will, where things will go wrong, where that thing will go wrong. I, I, and I, have, I have tried it and I, with just little things as well and big things. I go, what if I wasn't afraid? What if I didn't fear? What if I was more excited? What if I believed that I could? What if I believed that things actually could go right? Or what if I believed, like, you just change your story. You just start changing and seeing what it feels like. You don't have to, like, it's, and you're just not convincing yourself in that moment, but it's just, let's try. Let's try something. I want to experiment with, okay, if I wasn't afraid, what would I do right now? One of the, one of the common questions when it comes to personal development, it's like, okay, so it's like, you know, you're afraid to, um, to start a business or you're afraid to whatever. I'm afraid to start a business. Okay, well, why are you afraid? What if you weren't afraid? What would you do? How? What would your life look like if you weren't afraid? 
And then you start to be like, well, actually, I would feel really good. I'd go for runs every day. I'd um, find a house by the beach because I love the beach. And you start actually these all this stuff just starts coming in. And it's like, all right, let's bring more of that in. And that's what we've been doing. It's what I've been doing. So the power of visualization, it's like where your focus goes, energy flows. I want to focus on um, everything going to go wrong or oh, could potentially go wrong, even if it's a tiny little bit, mm-hmm. even if it's the smallest thing, then that is going to happen or something is going to go wrong. And I refuse, I refuse to do it. I don't care. I, I don't care about how I look. I don't care. I. It's just about me and my baby right now. Yeah. That's all it is. I am. I am just trying to bring this baby into the world, and I'm. I have. I've had. It's not a plan. It's a decision. You know. It's like yeah. I'll, I'll create a plan with a midwife. It's a plan, but my my intention and what is for me is to have a natural birth, and I am going to do it. And it's not stubborn. It's not this pride thing. It's this is what I'm called to do. This is what I. I just know. It's intuitive. It's an intuitive decision. I'd say, I mean, I, but like I said, I'd say that most most mothers would be the same. Yeah, and yeah. But, but what I don't know what's different, you know, I don't what I don't know what what separates what happens in that last moment, in that last minute moment where fear sinks in. Why does the fear and where does the fear come from? All of a sudden, in most of those scenarios, the last minute, it's like fear sinks in. And they're like, okay, we got it, we got it. Like it's nearly at the same point in every single scenario, and it's re- it's just a little bit curious to me. And I'm like, I'm not going to have someone take away my power. And I, absolutely, if there is complications, I I'm yes, I'm very grateful that we have that option. But for it to happen just a little bit too often, then it should or feels like it should. Something's off for me anyway. That's just how I perceive it. I just feel like it's a little bit off. But if honestly, if there were complications, totally okay. Absolutely no judgment. It's no judgment for the mother because I know that most of most of the women, most of the women around me who have had babies wanted a natural birth. Ne- nearly all of them. Nearly all of them. And it does break my heart when that last minute they can't do it. And how is that how is that gonna make them feel for the next child? You know, they're going to be like, okay, well, we'll have to book in for a season because I don't want, I, I might not be able to do it. And then yeah, I mean, you don't want to speculate obviously. on that. Like, I'm not, but I'm just saying like, yeah. you, the things, the thi- that's that's the power of I, I, only, I only wanted to just bring that up in terms of for you and the, the experience you're having going yeah. forward. That's all. I, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate. Obviously, on on uh, the situation of others, it's just making ha- making the observation and just going like, okay, just being aware of this. Mm. Then, how is that perhaps influencing, uh, you know, your perspective going forward as yeah. an expecting mother? But this is this is the stuff I do think about. Yeah, it's not it's not my opinion on on them and their, like nothing personal because mm. I, I don't I, I very rarely speak to them on on a daily basis. But I it's just my observation. I I'm questioning in my mind what is it that has shifted? What's changed? So if I'm there in that scenario, what's going to change? You know, mm. what is it? What does it? What does change? And I'm like, I ref- I just, I want to create an environment that's safe for me and the baby. So it's not necessarily, again, it's kind of what we've spoken about numerous times about multiple different topics. It's like going towards what you want, mm. I guess, as opposed to trying to move away from what you don't want. Yeah. It's like, what do you want? And let's set your sights on that and not not try and 
run away from something. Yeah. And, so, yeah, and, and trying to set your own mental environment mm-hmm. for that kind of success. If that's how, if that's what your goal is to have that kind of natural birth, well then set the mental environment up so that for that's it. what you're that's what you're thinking about, that's what you're moving towards emotionally and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and set it up on that kind of stronger positive foundation as opposed to it being like I want to do this because I don't want that to happen. Yeah, no. It's like I want to do this because I want this to happen. Mm. You know, it's it's, it's yeah, a positive. It's you're not positive. you're you're inspired or motivated by a positive, not a negative. That's right. Exactly. Right. So so that's why it's like I <coughs> I'm not really focused on that. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, having said that, I mean I know yes, we're jumping the gun. Like I said, we found out nine days ago. We're already talking about how your birth's going to be, but <laughs> but it's with the whole pregnancy as well. Yeah. Like how I want to be through the pregnancy. That's important. Yeah. And I have to. There are thing. There are certain things that um. I want to uh, look up. So like doing uh, preg- um, yoga for, pre- for pregnancy, yeah. you know, I want to do particular things for pre- like I'm, I'm just drawn that way. That's just the way I am. You know, I want to do things in a certain way and I kind of know where to look for those things. There's probably the only thing is just the midwife and the doula. That is the thing that I don't know who I can kind of talk to and who can recommend me a very good midwife or a very good doula or where to look. Um, so that's probably the only thing, but when it comes to looking after me in the pregnancy, I kind of know what I want. So, and I know how that's I want to kind of go too, right? but it's all intuitive. Exactly. Right. So, um, even I think, so, cause I was looking up like how to, what to do with energy. So if you could, if I go to an energy healer to work on, on, on my womb and, and like I say, you don't go until you're closer to the birth, closer to the, um, yeah. So. Or you don't because, want to fuck around with like developing energies and that kind exactly of stuff. Exactly right. So you want to kind of keep that as um, honest as possible and as clear as possible. But um, it's you and you know you're connecting with your baby as well. There's like that kind of thing going, and it's your. It's also like my responsibility to keep uh, a clean environment around me and making sure that I say yes and no to things where I know that the energies are going to be safe for my baby to grow in. So I don't, you know, it doesn't get influenced because for me, I, I know that any, every and everything is energy. Every situation, every situation is energy, and I didn't really want to have my baby in that energy today, but it was okay. It was okay because it, it wasn't it's, that some energy. Things are just unavoidable. It's unavoidable, absolutely, and it's but it's okay because I wasn't there because I was sick. I wasn't there to get sick. I wasn't there like it, it was coming, but I was in control. It really, I had to really take responsibility in that moment of me and the baby like it was a different kind of responsibility I don't know what would have if I did if I wasn't pregnant we were going just for a blood test I don't know what it would have been like then Mm. I don't know if I would have been as determined I probably would have gotten up and left to be honest so because I was nearly there I was nearly there and we were there for like I think it was already I think coming to half an hour like I don't know how long I can actually sit here for but then I switched and I was like no take a deep breath and then I had to start clearing my energy and started to work on that because I'm like you're safe there's nothing wrong you, there's nothing that can touch you I started to okay why are you absorbing this not yours it's you don't have to absorb everyone's in everyone's uh energy it's okay because I can do that very because of the way I'm the way I'm designed and it, it is fucking irritating because it does that it just can hit you left right and center but what I'm focusing on is, yeah, like this is my, I know what's ahead of me. I know that it, it's, it's not like just like set in stone and I've, I'm being like stubborn about it. It's, this is the way that I'm going to give birth. I know this is how I'm going to give birth. 
It's not a, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not being difficult. I'm literally just, I can see, I can feel this is how I'm going to have it. And it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be calm and it will be what it is. It will be what it will be. And I know that that's the best decision that I've made for myself and the baby. So that's. And I, I'll, I'll obviously support you in with anything that you set your mind to doing something a certain way. Well, I want you to be able to do that. Yeah. I support you in that. If that's, yeah, obviously I'm not going to put my two cents in on this. Like you're very intuitive. Mm. You're the one that's going through the pregnancy. It's like I'm just here basically to facilitate to the best of my ability your progressing in the way that you want to. Mm. So I I just want to say like I don't don't judge any woman. I absolutely do not because right now for the first, yeah, I I have that. I have that goal. I I know that it feels intuitive but the process for me is probably going to look different than I think it is. Of course, I mean, and it, every, you know, single it, every time it is, you know, when you set yourself a goal, the, the journey there is, I mean, look at us in the process. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you think this is going to happen? <laughs> There's a lot of things on our journey that we didn't think was going to happen. Yet, it, it did. And for, you know, we feel like everything was for the better. I mean, look, we think about, think it, like I said, nine days ago, we found out we were pregnant, right? That, yes, took us by surprise. Absolutely. And it threw us into a, like a panic. Right. Mm. But we've gone this entire time with the podcast where we're like, all right, we're trying to trying to live life on our own terms, essentially. That's what we're in the process of of achieving mm-hmm. is life on our own terms. And we're getting to a point where we're like, oh, we're running out of money, running out of money, running out of money. It's getting pretty hairy, it's getting pretty scary. And, you know, we've got to try and make something work, make something happen. You know, also, fuck, we've got to get into our own space. Like things I feel like it's gonna liberate us, it's gonna liberate the work, everything when we can actually do that. And then bang, and there's a baby on top of it. Like holy shit! Like life is just coming full, t- you know, full tilt towards us. But then, like I said, we we find out we're pregnant. The next day, we confirm the house. And then, yeah, nine days after that, I will have my first shift. So I, I, it's within the space of nine days. Uh, we've gone from nothing to or ten days. Let's say we've gone from from you know kind of what we were like when we got came back to Bulla, mm. sort of not knowing where to from here not knowing what's sort of going to happen next to baby house and work and we're going to be okay yeah and it just how and rapidly it, how rapidly that turned on its head that situation turned on its head even if, even though it's a positive like they're all all three of them are positives it still does shake you it still does like jolt you being like wait 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 what just happened and yep. you kind of we have I'm just having that aftershock it's still kind of working on me at the moment like I'm still feeling like everything is happening so quickly yeah like I feel like it's been a month and it's only been obviously nine yeah months. like I said it really feels like every single day that's gone past for this crazy. last nine or ten days has has felt like it's carried the weight of three or four days mm. so it has felt like it's been over a month but it was <laughs> seriously it's, it's only been it's only been nine days yeah so it's pretty it's yeah it's really amazing just how things are uh, Falling into place, yeah. I think, is probably the best way. I feel a lot more comfortable now. I think for me, I'm really glad. I'm very grateful that we have time, like I said, because I don't know, obviously, how long it's going to take or how the process is going to go with this job for me getting full-time hours, as in 38, 40 hours a week, because mm-hmm. I'm not guaranteed to be doing that. But I'm, I'm probably guaranteed to, I'd say, be doing minimum 20, 25 and hopefully I can I can be getting more. And then come the time when it's actually we're actually ready to the house is ready for us, I'll have built up enough rapport and we've got a you know good enough thing going on with where I'm working and then potentially could be 
a full-time gig by then. So, but for me, regardless, the fact of having the money coming in again, Mm. that already puts me a lot more at ease and I feel like it's going to liberate me a lot more with my with my writing and what I'm doing and mm. like I was saying yesterday how I want to try and educate myself so that I can I can start to change the content and create more specific content that's less sort of vague uh, explorations of my own sort of inner world and something that's more of an actual specific product in terms of like a, a writing a written piece mm. that someone might look at and find genuine value in for themselves. Because yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure you know you can. I can write something about me and my journey and my process and how I perceive a certain thing, and you can read that and go, "Oh, that's really cool." That sort of gives you a little bit of something. Yeah. But it's like it's it's my personal experience that I'm sharing, and it's like unless you can really relate to what it is where I'm coming from, it, there's only so much you can really take from what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And so I really want to start to shift into creating content that I really am interested in, but also I feel like is going to be it's it's more general to for like an audience so you don't have to have had a specific experience like mine to be able to relate to what i've written you can it's you can, more educational yeah sure pretty much so that's where I, I really hope now that you know having a bit of that financial just security, breathing space and yeah. security again can just go oh, okay all right so now i can now the challenge is going to be you know put your money where your mouth is now i've been talking about you know the fact that i can do my work on the side as a hobby to actually get forward and doing it now yeah. You know, now that that's what that's what I've been saying. So that's going to be the next sort of test for me. I think is okay. Now this is what you've been saying. You've got the fine. You'll have the financial security, but are you going to be able to continue going on with the work, mm. or is this new job going to completely <laughs> take you away from it? Yeah. And you'll kind of go back to what it was before. But it's like I feel like that's what the good thing about having this podcast is is that it kind of holds me accountable. It's yeah. like, no, I can't because I have started something. I've started something. I've, con- I've spoken about something. I've, I've used big words and I've put myself out there in a certain way. I have, mm-hmm. to, I have to stay true to that now yeah. you know, because otherwise I'd feel like I'm just, uh, again, this was all for nothing kind of thing. Pretty much. You know, I could have just done this the entire time. It's really interesting the timing of everything, like the timing of you getting a job, the timing of the baby, the timing of all of this. Yeah. It's really... It's something we just could not, we could not make up. Well, look, if we didn't, if we didn't, if we weren't pregnant, if there wasn't a baby, we wouldn't, we'd still be in the dark about a house and a space. Yeah. And I still probably would not have gotten a job as quick as I have. Mm. So. No, I'm just, yeah. Like yeah. it's just, it's funny how where it's like the universe is like you're ready. Yeah. But you're ready for this. You're ready for all of it. And because I'm like, even the visions that I see of us, I'm like, we're still young and we've got kids. Like we're not, we're not that much older. Yeah. And it's, I'm like, okay, okay. <laughs> but I wasn't expecting this year. And like, no, <laughs> I was thinking not. next year. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but like we're saying as well, we were saying this in yesterday's episode that <clears throat> I, we can have that vision and see <clears throat> that. And it's like, that's, well, that's all well and good. But I don't know necessarily how to go from here to go to that, to, to yeah. that is just such an overwhelming leap. Absolutely. And so it's like, I don't know what each individual step forward looks like. So it's like, all we can do is just, okay, this is what's in front of us right now. How do we step into what's in front of us? And I think that's what we're doing. Mm. And so it's going to be really curious to see how that's going to continue to build as we take each step forward from this point. And I think a big part of that is, I mean, obviously, if we want to be self sufficient in, in, what I mean by that is we're, we're creating our own income. Like mm-hmm. you're doing your work and yeah. I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if that's what we want to be doing, 
in the long run, well then I have to, as I'm taking these steps and I'm, I'm doing, you know, yes, I'm working, I'm getting an income, that's all well and good. But for what I see myself doing, I need to be doing something else on the side as well. So, it's like I have to be extra, I feel like I've got to be extra dedicated and I've got to, I've got to kind of prove myself, prove to myself that I, I actually can really uh, take charge of my my ambition. That you want it. And well. that, I, it, that I want it exactly. Mm. And not just go, oh, I'm too tired, you know, because I can come home and I can be really tired one day and that's all well and good. But then the next day I might be too tired as well. And then, you know, you string a few days of those long it, yeah. and before you realize it, you know, it's like you're kind of back into- And that'll be the challenge. That's that's exactly, that's yeah. it. That's 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 what I feel like my next challenge is going to be. And it's pr- it's- Probably really good that it's kind of easy. You're not getting full-time employment right this second, that you can actually have an opportunity to go to work one day and then even try, like if even if you've got like, uh, say, three or four days, say three days a week. So those three days a week, you can actually practice going, okay, how do I feel after work? You can find the energy. You can say, okay, maybe I'll write in the morning would be better or even at night. Yeah, that's And it. you can like play around with it and have the days in between to- Because the, the, well the hours are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, like I, I've got time on either side. So, so it's, it is really so ideal. You've got that. You've got that space. You don't, you're not just going straight into five, day, five six days a week. Oh, I might you, be. I don't know. Well, you might be, <laughs> but I'm um, just saying like it's, <coughs> it's something that you can play around with. You can yeah. actually be like, okay, how do I feel before and after work? Yeah. And where can I fit this and that in? It'll yeah. be good for like structure, routine, that kind yeah. of thing. Like I'll be able to structure the day around that kind of solid, uh, you know, that thing, that consistent thing. Yeah. So, that, that'll be really good. I'm, I am looking forward to that. I mean, also, I mean, I know we're coming to the end of the episode here, so we'll probably talk more about it tomorrow once I've actually gone to work. But also the thing is, you know, us being apart too. Mm. So, it'll be interesting how- you go tomorrow with me not being here for, you know, seven or eight hours. Yeah. And yeah. if that's going to have an impact, obviously further, it, it, it'll be good for us to be able to spend that time apart because I think, yes, and you've said as well, like I completely agree, we need our space. Yeah. And we haven't, we've been together for, you know, 24-7 for the last 12, 18 months. Yeah. And so, like, you know, coming, going, it's going to be an adjustment period of going, but me going back out into mm. employment and you being at home now by, well, not literally by yourself, but mm-hmm. without me. But, yeah, without, yeah. And it's going to be interesting how that potentially, that space could, what that could bring you for your work, for your creativity, mm-hmm. for even how you want to be educating yourself with the pregnancy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be um, very interesting how that, I think it's going to be good for us. <clears throat> it has to be because it's yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm losing my voice. Um yeah, I feel like it's it's going to be good for us to to have that kind of uh, us time. Like you know, you're, you're doing obviously it's not what you want to do, but it'll as well. Like I said, if it's only three days a week, it, we again kind of get to warm into it. Yeah, and went into the into well. That's the that's what I mean. Like so. I'm not going to bank on it being full time hours straight no, up. No, but by the time we're ready to move out, which we're talking, you know, end of February, Marchish. Yeah, I, I don't know. Because another option, you might have another. You might have other work. You never yeah. know. Something because I'd also because yeah, another thing I'd look into potentially doing, especially if I'm doing something like this, because the pay it pays quite well, mm. is uh, potentially doing like an accounting course. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And because right. I'd be interested, I, I am fascinated by that area, mm. and so 
you know, I could actually have the opportunity to, obviously that's just going to really cram up my schedule if I've got, I've got work and a course and I'm trying to create content as well. But that's going to be the challenge. That's, but that's, you don't have thing. to do all three at once. Anyway. No, not all three at once. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, yeah. there's, there's a lot of sort of different avenues from this point. There's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's good. There's, it's a, a very exciting time. It's a flourishing time. It's a very wands energy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, because we were both wands. King of, King of wands, we've got ace of wands. So yours is new, new opportunities, new adventure, new creations and all of that. So so it's very exciting, um, very exciting, very fast paced, very rapid. Incre- like I said, whiplash rapid. Yeah. Like massive stuff, house, huge, work, huge. baby yeah. w- within, within 10 days. I don't even think it's settled in yet for me. Yeah. No, I don't know. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. But anyway, we will leave it there because we'll probably talk a little bit more about what we've just finished up here. We'll talk about that more tomorrow because we'll have actually gone through the day. I'll have, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'll have had my first shift. So yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be talking about who I'm working for no. or any of those specifics. It'll no. just be more the general kind of, you know, I've been at work and what the kind of experience is like being back at work. And uh, yeah, and then we'll talk a bit more about um, what it's sort of like to not have me around. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. Yeah, it'll be good. But anyway, uh, if you like the show, please like it, subscribe, and share it around. Be very appreciative. Do you want me to just do all the plugs? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you want to email us, get in touch with us. The email address is itppc at protonmail.com. My Instagram is logan.d.gray. I have a substack called Demons and Fancies, which you can find at logangray.substack.com. I've been talking about that, so I'm not going to continue with the plug. Uh, I have a, po- a podcast called the Demons and Fancies podcast, which goes along with it. And I post alongside each written post, which provides a little bit of a commentary, like behind the scenes, a bit of extra information on each post. Just so when you kind of, if you read each post, you're kind of like, oh yeah, that's a cool little written thing. But it's like with the podcast on top of that, it just provides you with a bit of a deeper understanding about the angle that I'm coming from or what inspired that writing in itself. So it just provides that deeper little thing to understand so if you like the content uh yeah feel free to go through all of it that i have posted up there it's all free and subscribe if you want to get every wednesday uh, my new uh each new episode and post sent straight to your inbox at 10 a.m australian eastern standard time that's that thank you for bearing with me through that uh yuja's instagram is yuja.gray and her website is yuja.gray.com so check that out Facebook group. And the Facebook group is called Energy and Spirit. So, we'd be honoured as well if you were joined. We're trying to create a community of sort of like-minded individuals and just have more of these kind of open conversations like what we talk about and how we talk here, uh, but to open the conversation up in a, in a kind of Facebook group setting where it's, it's supportive and we can sort of explore in a, in a more community or at a kind of community level, uh, yeah, what, what life is bringing for, for us. So, and not us, I mean, us as in the group, everybody, yeah. all the individuals in the group. So, yeah. Are you still, you're still contributing regularly even through this because you haven't really been able to be creative as such. Um, but no, I, just did, I did to- a prompt today, um, which I was using today. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it's, it's getting received really well. That's good. There was That's a good. Um, comment on there about intuitive, intuition, how to listen to your intuition. Really good, um, really good question. And it does, it's it's different for everyone what mm. intuition feels like. So, yeah, just a lot more, um, a, a lot more in, into, what to call it, um, interaction yeah. with um, with the community would be amazing. Yeah, interaction would be really yeah. good. But that's it. Yeah, it's all building. Yeah. So, yeah, join the, join the group, do all the subscribing and the liking and the sharing. 
would be very grateful. And yes, we'll, we'll leave it there. We'll be back tomorrow. I love you. I love you. Let's have a blessed day. Always.